Growing out the pod with Kara Manuelli and Amanda Hunt. This episode of Growing Out the Pod deals with very spicy topics, trigger warning for suicide, sexual abuse, pedophilia, and violence in the schools. Hi guys, thanks for tuning in to Growing Out the Pod. I'm Amanda. And I'm Kara. And we're getting there, you know what I mean? Like, we're, every day, we're getting closer to something and we don't know what it is. It's the birth of Kara's baby. Yeah. It's the end of pandemic, but... I don't know if we're ever going to get to the end of the pandemic because people are not getting vaxxed. Yeah, because they're so afraid of it because, um, God forbid, um, you know. Oh, actually, what's happening now more is people are not allowing people who are vaccinated to be around people who aren't. There are certain places right now that are saying, like, I, I know a school in Florida and then I know another location somewhere else in, like, the south. Where, like, if you have, if you've gotten the vaccine, you're not allowed in because you can shed those and give us the vaccine. <laughs> You could shed the germs and give us a vaccine. I would love to know where people who are not getting vaccinated are congregating so that I can just stay the fuck away from them also. Like, that is, that's mutually beneficial. That's like that Bugs Bunny gif of yeah. him, like, sawing off Florida. Yeah. Like, great. Go, go be together with your, like, with your, like, so many people died this year. Some, Three some million did. people. People are dying in India right now. They're mm-hmm. dying for the vaccine. It is so spoiled. It's so shocking to me. Yep. It, it doesn't make any sense. And they're like, well, you know, it, I was watching a TikTok and somebody's like, listen, I'm going to tell you something that you probably need to know, Republicans. Every your your leader and lord has gotten the vaccine. Your, all the Senate Republicans have gotten the vaccine. Tucker Chris, Carlson has gotten the vaccine. You fucking asshole. And so now you're like, so what do you what do you have with that? What do you have yep. with that? So if you're tra- if people are trying to become infertile, are you just going to say it's fake news? Like it's everything fake news that doesn't agree with you, or you don't think is true, or you don't yeah, want it to be true. That's that is the that's the construct. There's also this thing right now that I saw on Twitter. You and I do two news hounds. Yes, we are. We love the papers of record, TikTok and Twitter. <laughs> the double T's. <laughs> but I saw this thing on Twitter. Somebody posted an article and I was like, I- I'm not going to read this. I agree with the premise. Um, where like white parents are being like, don't teach my kid all this complicated, yeah. all the, the racist history of our country. And somebody said, there's a poll quote that's like we just want school to be school and it's like school is where you learn yes so you should learn about the racist history of this country and the racist present of this country how how will it ever change if people are taught lies in school i in i think fourth grade or maybe fifth grade um was taught this is the original QAnon. is these fucking confederacy people i who well, lost, by the way. Twitter today. <laughs> yeah, bad news. The Confederacy actually lost. Yeah. But because, like, the leaders of America at the time didn't, like, squash them down, they were able to go home and be treated like heroes and have statues built to them and have all these, like, weird fucking myths built up, like, um, like that the South would have won the war if there had just been more people who'd shown up. And that oh, there was one other one, but then the one that – really caught my ear was the myth about happy slaves because when i was in 
elementary school, I had a teacher. I don't know if I've said this on the pod before, Mm-mm. but I had a teacher who was like, well, actually, a lot of slaves were really happy. And I went home and told my mom that. And oh, Laura Hunt <laughs> called that fucking school so fast. I think our teacher had to apologize the next day to the class, which she absolutely should have. Yeah. Yeah. I've been like, seeing it's insane and 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 like we i was i know i was lied to because a lot of the stuff that is coming out now that i didn't know about like um you know like the black stock market and all that that uh, the city in oklahoma like i had no fucking idea i had no idea and like how bad we treated how when we got here like how bad christopher columbus really was and like what a shithead he was and like what we did to the, the people that lived here and like and andrew jackson is on our money yeah like he's he is like as he committed tr- like true genocide. Like yeah. all of the leaders did, but Andrew Jackson really, really got into it. He really he did. At least shouldn't be on our money. Bear mins, get Bear him mins, off. Bear get him off. Put 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 a Harriet Tubman on where she's supposed to be. Put Harriet Tubman on. If you can't agree on Harriet Tubman, put a placeholder. Get him off the fucking money. Like yeah. it's so like the gaslighting of it all, because it's like fucked up to say that stuff to little white kids. Because it, like, validates their own, like, white supremacy that they're getting. But it's triple fucked up to say it to little black kids. Like, it's just, like, the gaslighting is really fucked up. And it keeps us all in a certain place. And that's the actual intention of it. Anybody who's like, I just want school to be school. I don't want my white kids to feel guilty. What they really don't want is for their white kids to, like, have to take any accountability to make things better for their current generation. Exactly. And I hear that parents are like, we don't want our kids to feel bad about what we did. We don't want them to feel guilty. Like that, that, you know, and it's like, well, they didn't do it, but like they should know and like want to change how we, how we do things. Like we can see it in the culture, how, how in our world, in America, how fucked up everything is. Like there was a police chief the other day, a black police chief got pulled over by like 10 cops thrown out of his car and he, after him saying, I'm a police chief, I'm a police chief. And they said, yeah, shut the fuck up. Hold up. We'll see about that. Got his ID and then was like, oh, fuck, he is. And he knew what he he's a police fucking chief. And there was no reason for them to do that. They ganged up 10 cars or 10, 10 troops. Like, it's like, what the fuck? Because, like, like, that's the point of the police is to scare black people. It's to keep it black is. people down. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't. They only were sorry after they found out he really was a police chief. Yeah. Yep. You know, like God forbid if he'd been lying to try to save his own life. Well, did you hear about Oklahoma? Is they're they're going to be the sundown state apparently or something? I don't know they, if it's going to that the sundown. I don't know about this new thing, but sundown states is a thing. Like the Green Book that um, helped Black people during the Great Migration told them like don't stay in this town after sundown. That stuff will happen to you. That's what's going to happen again. They're going to say if if you can't record police officers anymore if you record a police officer being doing anything to a black person or anybody you can get criminally charged and what the fuck so that's why they're saying it's going to be a sundown state because like they're gonna do whatever the fuck they want because if they if you start recording somebody you will uh get in trouble that cannot be constitutional i don't think i don't think it's gonna pass like i don't think it will i think i mean everything is passing right now because we have all the fucking republicans in these state houses but like i think there's gonna be a lot of um appeals and there's gonna be a lot of things like that's not that's not part of the constitution like that you can't protest in certain places now because that's freedom of speech that's freedom of fucking speech it's like number one it's the number one one but you know it's number two that counts let's be wrong like yeah, seriously jesus christ 
it's a real mess. We're in a, we're living in a true mess. We're coming out of the pandemic and instead we're but like we're barely coming out. We're like um poking our little dolphin fin out and I don't know that we'll ever get further out than that because people are so selfish. They don't want to be uncomfortable for a single second. People cannot get used to being uncomfortable, especially white people. Mm-hmm. And like I, I put myself in that also. I don't like to be uncomfortable. I really like struggle against it. And you feel your mind be like, you don't have to be uncomfortable. This thing is wrong. This other people like, and then you have to like tell yourself like, shut up mind. Yep. Stop talking mind. Just be uncomfortable. It's, you will live. If you feel a little uncomfortable, you will absolutely live. Like, did you watch the um, social network documentary on Netflix? I I did. The one where it's like, it's kind of control. It's kind of actually creating all this shit that's happening to us right now. But it also control like influences your behavior, and that's mm-hmm. the point of it. Yes, it's not like oh, it al- it also like weirdly influences your behavior. Weird, no, like they hire people to study how to influence your behavior and make you check your stuff more. Yes, because you that gratification of oh, I got a like, and then also you can start watching things and be like okay, we're gonna go down this rabbit hole, and we're mm-hmm. gonna keep you informed here. Like there's those QAnon people that were like, yeah, I just got sucked in during quarantine. I just got sucked in, and then like the ones who came out of Q, yeah. uh, who are like, I'm not, I'm a reformed QAnon person. Which by the way, did you see that documentary on on no. HBO? It's funny you can see who it's these two white guys who are the head of Q. By the way, who are Q? <gasps> They're Q? Yeah. There's no fucking CIA piece, piece of shit. There's no, there's nobody in there. Oh, tell- yeah. I mean, I knew it was two. I assumed it was guys. Like, I assumed it was just, like, guys. Yeah. But I didn't know you could just see the, like, everybody knew the, who the guys are. Yeah, you watch this documentary, and it's so, like, it, it goes for, like, four years. So it's, like, goes over a period of four years. So, like, you see them start to fuck up because you're like you said that last year something different like it just was it's just really interesting um it's a little slow at the beginning but it's really i would watch it it makes you be like i feel like that's all documentaries like there's no documentary that's not slow at the beginning true change my mind furries send me a documentary that's (laughs) action-packed like have you seen the price is right documentary no okay the first half is kind of like okay just seems kind of like price is right stuff and then it does become like very, very compelling and very heartbreaking. Oh, really? Yeah. About Bob Barker? Um, no, it's not about Bob Barker. It's about somebody who loved The Price is Right so much and chronicled everything that they said on The Price is Right and then had a perfect game. And then I think got, and then I think he helped somebody. Now it's been a little while. It's been like maybe a year since I watched it. Oh but basically God. he loved it and he got banned. Because they said he was a cheater, but he wasn't a cheater. And what you really come away with is, like, Bob Barker seems nice. The producers of The Price is Right seem not that nice. And Drew Carey seems like a fucking asshole. I and feel like that should be that he'd be like that. Yeah. That's – let me tell you something. Men who are funny are sometimes very cruel. That's not always true. That's not a fact. But I've rarely – no, I take that back – Stand-up in general is a culture of cruelty, and, like, there are there are exceptions. There are a lot of exceptions. A ton of good people. Great, kind people who notice the world. But there are a lot of people in stand-up who want to get theirs. And I, I would say, you know, especially if somebody seems like they've built their career on being a nice, sweetie stand-up. Um, <coughs> Ellen... Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Andrew Carey. Yeah. Um, just like be suspicious of that. 
I mean, you hear these people who are who are like, we, yeah, the whole Ellen thing does not surprise me, to be honest. Like these people who are like ridiculously rich. And yeah, they're like, we'll give money to people, which is really fun. But like, they're not nice. Like, they're just they, they don't care. They start to be they're They have such a God complex at that point. They have so much money that they just don't give a shit about and anybody like, else. Yeah, would I love to be them? Yes. Fuck yes. Obviously, in one fucking second. Let me throw a coffee at an intern. Yeah. But. Just yeah, kidding, please. Just kidding. Interns, I'll never. Interns, we'd love to partner. Uh, <laughs> I we would like, actually. Yeah, like, oh God, we'd love. We'd love. We'd love an intern. At this point, like you and I are are um, mature enough that if we got famous, I don't think we at this point in our lives, I don't think we would abuse an intern. No, I don't think we would. We, we've also been in the service industry, so we understand, you know, humbleness and and gratitude and like mm-hmm. thank like. There's just never even when I'm in a bad mood, I'm never mean to a server like ever, ever. No, 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 never, never, never. Um, I had drinks with a couple of people the other night and the server was like all over us in a way that we were like. Um, <laughs> but like even st- like especially right now, servers have made no money. Mm-hmm. Some of them have been kept on. So it's like they're making zero tips. They can't file for unemployment. It's like the biggest they're eating family meal, which one time I found a beak in a family meal. So it's not. Oh, my family God. Family meal is not. not, not. Kara, it was really upsetting. It's a miracle. I went on to continue to eat meat for years after that. And it should have really been like, oh, I found a beak. I'm done eating meat forever. Oh, that makes me feel a little, little nauseous. Oh, don't think about it. Don't think about it. Every, everything was fine. I did. I found. Um, Let's see. Let's change the subject. What's your hair story this week? <laughs> my hair story. Yeah. Oh, boy. Well, um, I'm going to say. My hair story is a little bit different. It's about my face story. Um, if if you can't tell, like my so my voice has dropped. I feel like a couple decibels. I feel like it's low. I feel like my hormones have really gone to that level where it's really low. And I mean, it makes sense from a from a. If I may push up my imaginary yes, glasses, yes, please, please. So furries, maybe you know, maybe you don't know. I went through a few years of vocal trauma, so mm-hmm. I know a lot about the the your folds your mm-hmm. vocal folds which is what they call them at the doctor's office mm. and your whole body is swollen so your your cords are swollen as well so when they like when they're thicker the places where they're thicker is where the lower um register lower notes come from mm-hmm. and so if your whole your whole like larynx is swollen <laughs> which i'm gonna guess that it is yeah um you're just vibrating at a at a slower capacity and that's why your voice is lower yeah and it, it and i can hear it like when i talk and like when i hear my in my in my own head i just sound like i feel like i'm so much lower i feel like i'm congested i sound you just, have sexy voice you sound like oh, you're like I? yeah i'm like <laughs> people i'm sure furries are jerking it to the spot oh i hope so all that talk fingers crossed yes yeah. when um, we were talking about racism in school yes some Jesus. fucking pervert god like oh her voice is so loud. um and it's probably republican who's like gonna not say anything anyway um because they don't call each other out um anyway um yeah so that my voice is lower my lips, I don't know if you can tell, they feel like when I talk, I feel like they look like I've got filler in my mouth. Like I feel like my lips look a little more luscious. I didn't put any lipstick on today, but they feel like weird when I move my face. My face is completely puffed. It's a mm-hmm. puffy face. Like my eyes are barely open. My nose is wider. Yeah, looks great. Oh, thanks. I just put on some mascara today. It looks good. Um, 
but I feel like I look like I I just had a, a bunch of fillers put into my body, into my face, into my lips, into like everything. So I just and I f- I just feel uh, like a puffball. So um, I mean, I would say remember this when you're in a few years when you're like, maybe I'll get my lips done. Yeah. Remember how this felt? Maybe you don't want to get them done. Yeah, no. And I have and I have my extra chins now, which is great. You you have to really push to no. a little bit of one. No, no, no. When I'm like taking <laughs> pictures, I'm like, oh, yeah, my jawline has kind of disappeared, which is fine. Yeah. It's 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 bloat. It's what's going to happen. All that will come back. But um, and my carpal tunnel, my right hand is completely always just numb. <gasps> it's always numb. That sucks. And like my wrist is numb. So like <laughs> TMI, but sometimes I'm like, I can't wipe because my hand is so numb. I can't like bend it. <laughs> This is, I, I, as your friend, I want to support you and say, like, you know, I'm proud of you for going through this process. But as a person who hates this, I hate it so much. I feel like I just like, I feel like I just got hit by a wall of water. Like, I tell sh- me about I'm it. Shocked. Tell me about. Tell me about it. Get a bidet. I do have a bidet, but like when I wipe, oh. when I wipe, you know, just number one, like number two, I'm not worried about. Number one is like what, like. I'm also like, yeah, I just got to bend, like bending the, because I had to go over my belly. Like, it's not like an easy task. Can you go backwards? I can, but it's so hard. (laughs) To engage in this conversation is so deeply upsetting. (laughs) I just can't, I actually cannot twist very well. I have no, my abs are like, are on both sides of my body and I cannot do it. So, um. I'm it's been really great. Sorry, all this is happening to you. <laughs> well, I have about a couple more days. Twenty-one more days. Twenty something more days. Twenty something more days, and then she's here. We're saying hello. <laughs> We're doing our business, which is as close as I'm going to get to having that conversation again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I'm really sorry. That's that's uh that's very tough. So so by my skin story is I'm trying to figure out how to depuff my face, but it, the gua sha is not working. Um, and, uh, uh, my singing career is at a halt. Wow. <laughs> Fuck. In the middle of this pandemic, your singing career is on hold. This is fucked. This is horrible. Why don't you, you don't want to sing lower stuff right now? Um, I'm just not, you know, I'm just not there yet. Like it's hard. It's hard. So anyway, what's your hair story? A lot of Fiona Apple. Yes. Um, what is my hair story? Okay. So. A few years ago, I got new headshots from these people who were, like, cool. Like, you know when everybody's like, I'm going to this cool person. And I was like, I need new headshots. I should go to them. Everyone cool is going to them. And so the day before my headshots, I got a haircut. And oh no, I said, please don't trim my bangs too short. I'm getting headshots. And they did trim my bangs too short. And usually I don't care. I, on the record, do not give a fuck. But if it's the day before I'm spending hundreds of dollars on pictures that are going to last a long time, I actually do very much give a fuck. And, ah, they were too short. And I'm getting headshots again on Saturday. Ooh, coming soon. I was told that my current headshots do not show any, do not show how joyful I am. And I wonder if that's because the whole time I'm like, my bangs are too short in every picture. (laughs) In my head, my stuff, I'm smiling, but my face is really like, these fucking bangs, huh? Can you believe it? <laughs> just so you know what? I've seen those head jobs. They do not look too short to me. It looks, it looks, you look joyful to me. Thank you. Thank you. And your bangs look great right now. They're, I know you're doing the curtain look. 
Well, okay, so yesterday I dyed my hair to cover oh, nice. the gray and try to make it all one color because it was really a, a it was a real cornucopia of dyed hair, regular colored hair, gray hair, and hair that was kind of covered by the bumble and bumble gloss. It was mm-hmm. like a lot of browns, but like it was not. It looked like you would have found me in the woods after like nine months of being lost in the woods, but somehow surviving. Got it. Yeah. Um, which I guess actually is kind of the pandemic. So I was like, cover up your grace. Dyed my hair. Was like, it's too dark. I'm so sad. Um, so then I washed it this morning and then I was still like, it's too dark. Um, then I sent a picture to my friend who was like, it looks like your hair always looks. It does. <laughs> it looks exactly the same. I was like. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what you're talking about because I didn't notice any difference, like, at all. <laughs> and once once she said that, I was like, okay, you're being a wackadoo. <laughs> so then I also scheduled a bang trim today. Just bangs. Oh, honey. Okay. And let me tell you, my daddy, my daddy over at Shaggy on 3rd Avenue between 80th and 79th, he did a great job. It looks good. I was like, have you gone yet? Because it looks really I good. Went. Looks I really went, good. I'm really happy with them. I yeah. feel like they are like st- the right like length for styling now, and mm-hmm. they're uniform. Whereas before they were curtain bangs, but like there was a lot going on. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You no, know, I, I get you. My my bangs are um are still starting to grow, uh, growing. Ish. You have like right now you have the cool pieces like in the 90s when they'd be like put the girl's hair up and then pull down oh, two yeah. pieces. I'm always mm-hmm. been I've always been that girl. Give me yeah. those little little strings, please. I will pull you them. Love the pieces. I love the pieces. Like in every prom picture, in every picture now, I have the strings. The little strings. Toot toot. Beep beep. <laughs> <laughs> but I did I thought of you a little bit because I'd had my hair curly for a few days before I dyed it and then I dyed it and so much hair and my hair was coming out in like handfuls in the oh, shower yeah. <laughs> I wasn't alarmed because I knew no. like if you wear your hair curly and then the day that you wash it, it all that hair that gonna... was like twisted in there is coming out and yep. then when you dye your hair some does get damaged and it does come out yeah so everything is fine but I was like hmm. look look how much came out and how everything is still fine everything's gonna be fine it's gonna be great I'm gonna it I'm it's just gonna be a shock and then I'm just gonna get hair stuff her you're gonna figure it out I will also say my office I've filmed a parody video for my office because we're being fun and (laughs) so if you need to borrow this is that a it's an Annie wig oh my Um, god that's perfect I think my well if my kids are redhead be perfect so this is an offer for you if you want to have this I think yeah when you move here I want that okay Great, great. I won't get rid of it. I'll keep it for you. Mm-hmm. Um, so everything's going to be fine. My headshots, I've done everything that you're not supposed to do right before getting headshots, dyeing it and cutting it. Um, <laughs> and it all turned out okay. So um, it looks great. I think it looks great. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so excited much. to see what they look like. I'm excited to see your joy. Um, I'm, I'm trying to wear a lot of neons. I bought yes. a lot of neons to wear, which. People say it's not a good idea, but it's like, why? Listen, people be like, this person's wearing neon. Let's look at this headshot. Oh, let's bring her in. Like, fuck it. Oh, look, shiny. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, people, like, will say, well, you know, cast, no one doesn't take you seriously. Like, no, you might, but this other person, like, I don't like when people give too many opinions. Like, you don't fucking know. Brian will tell you, as somebody who's a salon, uh, who's a coach, he's like, 
you do what you feel comfortable with because you're going to give up the energy and they're going to accept it. If you don't feel comfortable wearing something or sending a like thank you note or like a hey, I'm going to be on this show, don't do it. If you do feel like it's good and you don't have any like weird resentment towards it, then do it. But like it's a whole it's like how you're the energy you bring with what you're doing. Furries, I hope you're writing this down. This is great <laughs> advice. It's great advice for acting, but it's great advice mm-hmm. for life. Mm-hmm. If you have a good Unless you work in finance, in which case people do want to sense that you're like a little bit uptight when you send stuff. <laughs> it's a different so no, industry. Yeah. You want different energy. So you don't want those neon like now that now that I'm seeing these neon like weird cool eye eye mask uh, um shadow like techniques. Ooh. It's crazy the colors that are they're like so strikingly gorgeous but so strikingly like loud. Mm-hmm. But people are pulling them off and I'm like great. Have you seen the Lizzie McGuire palette? No. It's the colors are wild, but they're Ooh. but they're like so one of my like beefs with eye eye palettes in general, eyeshadow palettes is like sometimes the colors will be so vibrant in the palette and then you put them on and you're like what the fuck is this? Like where's the color? Yeah. That's not the case with the Lizzie McGuire palette. That's not the case with my pill palette. Oh, yeah, the pill one. The pill does have, like, yellows and greens and, like, turquoises and stuff. And I sometimes dabble, but that's that's a that's a sometimes treat for me. Yeah. You know? I don't – I'm not I'm not doing that every day. Well, like, when I learn on TikTok, I learn music, like, weird makeup tutorials. I don't have half the makeup they have. Like, I just don't. But, like, I learn how to contour, kind of. And then I try. And then I'm like, oh, God. Like, I think the problem with, like – doing these contour stuff that people do on these videos and like YouTube is that it looks great on your phone, but like go to the store and you're like, Jesus, you have, (laughs) I mean, not look like a regular person. Like at all. That is part of it. But it also part of it is like, you have to do it more than once to get good at it. Yeah. Like we did. I don't know. I don't know if actors got to take this, but musical theater students got to take a makeup class in college. We did not. We were. We were going to. But we didn't. We didn't get to take it. That oh, wait, sucks. Did, did I take it? I didn't take it with you. I don't remember. Like I. I don't know if it was a full class or if it was just for encore. No, it was a full class because we like made people animals and shit. I, I don't. I don't think I was. I don't there. remember any of those techniques. I kind of <laughs> remember old age, but as. You might remember the last time that we did a play together. I was supposed to play an old lady, and I just looked, like, dirty all the time. It wasn't – I'm not – what I know how to do is an eye that will make my father say, are you wearing all that makeup to church? Like, that's – That is what you want, though. That's what I want, and that's my skill, is to be able to be, like, here's what you want on your eye. Mm -hmm. And, like, because I'm good at that specific, only specific makeup thing – I don't mind taking risks because if it looks shitty, I'm not like, oh, I'm shitty at makeup. I'm like, oh, this is the wrong. This isn't the color for me or the the ratios are wrong or like yeah. some part of this is wrong. So like it's the same with all that other stuff. Like you have to do it a lot to get good at it. Um, and you kind of have to have like a foundational knowledge before you start doing it. Right. So I would say like if you like the contouring, there's well, right. probably a way to modify it so it doesn't look crazy at right. the grocery store. And I do have some I mean I really don't want, I mean I did it once. I think I did it for my engagement party back in the day, but like also oh. right now I'm not going anywhere and my face doesn't look like maybe I can make my face look back to normal if I contour it a little bit, make my <laughs> nose look smaller. Um but, you know, you can't fix my voice, so fuck it. 
If you can't fix your voice, okay, I'm sorry. If the Little Mermaid taught us anything, if your voice is fucked up, you're never going to win. No, never. You have to kill a sea witch before you even have a chance. So, yeah. Ugh, that movie is so good. Wouldn't I love to see a man from afar and then abandon my whole life for him? And then we get married on a boat. And then, like, say goodbye to your dad. You'll never see him again. Bye. Bye. (laughs) No, just kidding. Just kidding. I love my dad. Oh, yeah. But like, yeah, she gives up her, she literally gives up her voice for a guy. Like that is like the worst fucking non-feminist kind of shit that we watched as a kid. I a man who doesn't like musical theater. He doesn't have to love it. He doesn't have no. to love it, but he has to like it a little bit, especially because the, oh God, I'm sorry. This is about to be so embarrassing, but when I dry my hair, it upsets my cats. But if I <laughs> sing to them while I dry my hair, they will stay and they like it. Oh, look at you, little mermaid. Uh, they're my cats. Like, they know who feeds them. You know, they're like, wow, your voice is so good. We're not scared anymore. It seems like we can get a treat for that. <laughs> you see, you, you singing about treats? Well, we'll sit around here, too. Um, meow I mix, meow mix. Their favorite, the one that they'll both come out for is, she used to be mine from Waitress. <laughs> Oh, it's well, I, my life is so embarrassing. Like at this point, <laughs> I've not like I used to do some cool things and some embarrassing things, and now it's all embarrassing things. And like <laughs> that's that's okay. That's our thirties, though. That's what we do. We just now we're like, well, I'm talking about a year ago. I was doing. <laughs> I had a good mix. Even a year ago, even in the pandemic, I was like, well, I'm doing comedy shows on Zoom and I'm like doing all this other stuff. And now I'm like mostly singing to my cats and drying my hair. Pretty good stuff. <laughs> yep. Well, hey, gotta, you got to be somewhere and do something to make you happy and make those cats happy and not afraid of a blow dryer. It's true. I don't like for them to be afraid. And I don't like to, for them to run from me when they're afraid because, you know, I'm afraid of fire. You're afraid of fire. I'm yes. I'm I am generally afraid of fire, but I'm also afraid of a fire. Of fire coming, yeah, yeah. No, I yeah. get that. I thought about now that I have a kid, I think about that shit now too. Like, oh well, that oh earthquake. We 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 did her room today or the other day, and we have stuff that hangs a little bit off the wall, on the wall, but it like jets out. So we're like, well, we can't put that in, on top of her crib because if it falls on her during an earthquake, that could hurt her. So uh, above her above her crib is just stickers. That's great. <laughs> That's, so, you know what? Better. That's so smart. Just sticker stars. So, um, yep, that's what we're doing. We got, and then we also did like baby, baby proof the whole house because we're earthquake. You know, earthquakes are here. So, and we've got a lot of nice things because, you know, we're nice people. Not nice things, but we have things that aren't baby proofed. We have like bookshelves and lamps. Yeah, babies <laughs> hate those things. You don't. I mean, the the problem with all of that stuff is like. Yeah, when they start climbing it, you're just like, no, please. Yeah. You'll bring about your untimely demise. Yeah. Oh, God. But, um, yeah, so your, your end of your hair story is Ariel. The end of my hair story is that I'm ready for my headshots, and I, I think I, like, truly nearly self-sabotaged them. Oh, I also – oh, my God. So much has happened this week. I got these – hideous wigs um and they're hideous it's a funny video they're appropriate for the video i'm not shitting on the wigs right um but they are they're very funny and i also got laser yesterday on my face and kara oh my god so you know i've been saying i've kind of got this wolverine thing going on the sides Mm -hmm. and i was like how many more face sessions do i have and she was like 
oh, after today, only two more. And she was like, wow, you still have, like, so much hair. Let's turn this bad boy up. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it hurt. I feel that things are turning around for me. Listen, I tell them to go, give me the fucking full thing. I want the full fucking thing. I haven't been shy with them. The only place that I get, like, that I turn into, like, a cowering little baby (laughs) is when they do my lip. And, like, I mean, come on. That shit is so fucking scary. You see the full light in your eyes while your eyes are closed. Do they do your nostrils? No. Oh, they do our nostrils. They they will take it and they shoot that, like, whatever – hydrogen whatever cold stuff as a, do, they, do you have is that what you have to do you have like the cold hot stuff you have cold stuff yeah when they Ugh, when they put what? it on you it shoots this cold like um uh hydrogen is it like gas a numbing agent no it's just a, a, a blast of cold with with the blast of hot at the same time oh our st- I, that no that's not what's because they check like for heat like i don't think they would want to blow the cold stuff because they keep being like is it too hot? Does it hurt too much? Because like, if it's too hot, it means your skin is burning. So, right? Like, no, no. It, but it's a. It's just an automatic like soothing. It's like a. Mm. So it kind of like distracts your your brain. It, it don't go too hot, but it's just like it's because when they do it in your nostril, all you smell is the like hot that like smells like you got an inhaler stuck to your. But your... how do they get in there? It's like the thing that they use at mine is so big, it would not even fit in my mouth unless I was doing a fun trick. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's not. It's not that big for ours. Isn't that big? can't really picture it. I can't really picture it right now, to be honest, because I haven't been there for over a year. Let me tell you, I got a view up your nostril, and it's looking good. Well, great. Thank you. I don't really have bad nose hairs. I think that really – I think that's not as hormonal as, like, other things. Yeah, I don't know that that's directly correlated to um, But she's like, do you want nose hairs? I was like, sure, do it. Like, yeah. It doesn't bother me. Um, The lips does bother me a little bit, even though I don't – I really don't have much lip hair, which I'm very surprised because I have so much chin hair and, like, cheek hair that I don't have a mustache. Um, But uh, I'm looking forward to having my face done as soon as this baby's out because I – my I will You're have gonna do it in the hospital. Yeah, I'm gonna have them come and be like, "Can you just bring this?" I'm, I'll have a baby on my boob and a laser on my mm-hmm. face. We'll call it a beautiful. day. That's beautiful. Um, but I do know that the first, if I don't get laser for a while, and I have a lot of like black hair on my chin, I end up with a bunch of whiteheads right afterwards. Yeah, because the the follicles are mad. Like all those all those big wiry hairs, those went away. That yeah. stuff went away. My mustache is pretty much managed. But the stuff on my cheeks mm-hmm. is persistent. Yeah. And so she, like, got in there yesterday. And I was like, this is great. And then I was like, how many more leg sessions? Like, how? Like I'm like, now that I'm pretty sure that I'm leaving the city, I was like, oh, I better start getting my little ducks in a row here. I'm going to be very annoyed that I paid for all this stuff and then I'm not getting it. Yeah. So now I'm going back in two weeks to get my legs done as soon as Great. I'm back from vacation. Oh, my gosh. That's going to be so nice. I can't wait to get my legs done. I can't wait to just get so much done that I can and then do other things after I breastfeed. I'm just so excited. I really like am excited Molly. for a laser. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to do Molly again. Like, yeah. <laughs> after you're done breastfeeding, you're like, yeah. Yes. Let's just dancing and put the baby in the, ba- in the crib and call it a day. No, <laughs> absolutely not. I know it's weird now that I have to like really like now I have to like think think when I go places like okay now I have a kid now so I can't like just randomly go for drinks with people like it's not it's not the same and that's what's going to be weird. It'll be like different but it's all going to change so many times over. It is. You know like think how long you've been pregnant by the time she's eight months old things will have changed for you like 45 times. It's true. 
It's very true. And we're going to make her a, a baby that goes with us everywhere, so so she's going to be socialized. And I have like, a question. Yeah. Do you have noise-canceling headphones for the baby? For her to have it in her, her, her ears or for me? Yeah. For no. her to have when she mm. goes places. No, I didn't know they existed. I don't mm. know anything. Yeah. I guess I'm going to be a mom. I'm not gonna I mean, the noise the noise canceling headphones for babies is pretty new. I wouldn't beat yourself up about that one. <laughs> like shit. Well, that's great. I remember I was at my brother's wedding reception and it was like loud and fun and they had a live band and it was like, oh, it was awesome. And this woman was walking around, or maybe a man, there was a parent walking around with a baby strapped to them, and the baby had little headphones on, and oh. the baby was like asleep asleep like head back mouth oh my god yes i need them then because we're gonna Mm -hmm. that's that's perfect oh my god that's great they slipped that baby to the columns in new orleans there you go i'm Mm -hmm. I'm in okay good then we can take her places not i don't feel as bad when she's like trying to sleep even though they say like sometimes babies do sleep better when they're young really young newborns can deal with any sound because they're they're listening to me and my gurgling (laughs) my gurgling uh intestines all the time Oh, good. And you can take this with you anywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to have a tape also, of my gurgling. I've heard that it's good to be loud with the baby around so mm-hmm. that then you don't have to be like silent all the time. Mm-hmm. But I also feel like all of that stuff is like, maybe, you know, like if you have a baby who is like, who has FOMO, then like, yeah, you can be loud and like fine. But also the baby's going to be like, what are you guys doing? Over here? What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah. Like it's when they get to the point where they can like have conversation with them. I think they're like, what? well, I'm listening to your conversation. Like, I remember being a FOMO baby. I'm a FOMO person. I, mm-hmm. I was a FOMO baby. And now as an adult, I'm finally like, I don't care. Like, unless it's a professional opportunity, I'm not MO. I'm not missing out. I don't give a fuck. I've been to parties. I did spring <laughs> mm-hmm. break at Myrtle Beach in high school. Like, oh, my God. What what else is there? You know? I know. You've done it all. You've already done I've it. I've done it all. Someone was explaining Burning Man to me. And I was like, I would no, I know. I Nothing Bri- appeals to me less than that. Brian was like, we could go and you could do Reiki and massage. And, the, and then like, I was like, then I could eat all the dust and like not have a real bathroom. And then like, and then like, I don't want to do drugs all day. I don't want to, dr- I can't day drink. Please God, no, I can't do that. Day drinking is a one day activity where you day drink and then you go home in the afternoon and then you either sleep or you watch Marvel movies until it's time for sleeping. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't, I, when I heard, this person was like, and then you just, like, get in the shower, everybody's naked, and you all shower together, and I was like, why the fuck, like, I, that is just not, that, none of that is for me. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm good without doing that. I never went to Coachella, I'd go to Coachella, but I would never go to Burning Man. I've never gone to Coachella. I'm really sad. Do you want to go to Coachella? I did at a point. I mean, not, I don't think I'll go now, but I think I did at one point in my life. That kind of stuff, like, it would be cool. That's the kind of stuff where I'm like, I think comedians are at Coachella. Like, mm-hmm. I would want to perform anywhere. There's, I would perform at Burning Man, no question. But, like, I want to perform and see it and be like, wow, this is cool. People are having fun. Like, I'm happy other people are having fun. Yeah. You know, it's not like I'm like, this is disgusting and stupid. It's like, I'm happy people are having fun. I have absolutely no interest in that. I'm not going to be camping unless I'm getting laid. Like, I don't, you know, like, yeah. outdoors is for a day trip. Outdoors mm-hmm. is for, like, walking around and being like, oh, look at this flower. And then going home and eating a real meal inside a house. Yeah. Yep. That's how I feel, too. I don't need to be camping like a dope. Mm-mm. 
Glamp, glamp, and I've done glamping where we have one of those airstreams, which are pretty cool. <gasps> I would want to do that. That's I also cool. um, have you seen? Oh my god, I think it's called Camping. It's a show on uh, HBO Max. Maybe I don't even think I finished it. I'm and not. I'm gonna say the people who are in it and be wrong. I know Brett Gelman is one of them, and that's actually the only. I maybe Jennifer Garner. Like I'm having a real. Oh, Vega. It's big, but in it they stay in like Girl Scout <clears throat> tents, which I don't think most people have a have context for that. But like that's what I thought of. There are these giant canvas tents with a raised platform and beds in them, so they're like. One step above a tent, but they're like several steps below a cabin. That's not enough for me. But in one episode, they accidentally wander into like a tent, a millionaire's tent, where they have like puff pillows everywhere mm-hmm. and like champagne. And it's like, uh, not, it's really nice. And I was like, I would do that. That's oh, the I would lowest do that. I would do. <laughs> I go to a millionaire's like, tent for sure. Give me, give mm-hmm. me those millionaires a call it. Yeah, for sure. But not a millionaire who's crunchy and just <clears throat> is camping camping fuck that shit Mm-mm. no i don't need to, i don't need to camp camp i i could do once i could do like a two-nighter I, I could i have but like if i have to if there's like a con it's like a concert situation like a big bunch of shit lot, bunch of people couldn't do it couldn't do it I, I don't i just don't i don't want to and once again if i'm getting laid if i'm in a new relation he says let's go camping i love camping yeah i'm gonna go i will be like this will be a fun experience. Like I, you know, my mind will fly open. It's been a very long pandemic. Oh, I know. You'll do um, anything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, there's not anything I won't do except Burning Man. I will not. I will not do that. I, I'm not into communal showers. Like that's just Mm-mm. I. I don't have that kind of body confidence. But also, when I clean, I like to get in there. And if you're out in the desert, you're in sand. There's sand in your whole. You're gonna every have sand in you. every orifice. And I can't get in there if there are other people around yeah. watching me. And I know they're not watching me. They're watching themselves. But I can't. I just can't. I feel you. I don't think it's worth it. I don't think it's, it's – it, it, unless I'm like, nope, I don't think I can do it. I'm like, if, if I was like high, but like I don't really get high, so I don't think it would really work. I There's not a drug that I've ever taken that has made me be like, let me shower in front of a bunch of other people. And care, I've done drugs. <laughs> not a lot of them. Yeah. I don't really like it that much, but I've done them. Mm-hmm. I've done them, some of them, um, mm-hmm. and I don't really like doing them. So I do them once in a blue, very blue moon. I might, and now I know when I, now that I have a baby, I probably won't do them at all for just in college or something. But yeah, I can't wait to get back into that when she goes to college. <laughs> it's gonna be great. It's gonna be fantastic. <laughs> Me rolling as a whatever age I'm gonna be. I don't want to think about it. Oh, Kara, let's not do that math. No. Like, I'm still single and I want a baby. And every time somebody's like, I'm an old mom, I want to be like, <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe, but also, uh, I don't know. It's it, it's like, I always want to be like, that's not a conversation for, not that you're doing that, but like, Mm-mm. that's not a conversation for people to have with me. Right. You know, have yeah. that conversation with somebody else. I support you. I don't want to talk about yeah. it. Yeah. No, I get it. No, I get um, it. Totally. But who knows? Maybe I won't have kids. I don't know. I don't I don't feel anything right now. After coming through phrase, I was real down. I think last episode, who knows how these are going to come out. But re- <laughs> recently we recorded an episode where I was real down. Turns out I had PMS. And because I have an IUD, I'd never have PMS. 
And so I had forgotten that it's, uh, that it's, it's pretty, it can be bad. It can be brutal on you. It can hurt yeah. your heart. It hurts your heart. It hurts. It hurts a lot of things. Your ovaries, your panties. Your pa- sometimes your sometimes your sheets you know it's just like it's can just hurt your sheets <laughs> um i haven't had my feelings it hurt your oh hurts my feelings a lot it's nice now that i haven't had my period in nine months mm-hmm. i don't miss it <laughs> don't yeah. miss it at all uh, i do get hormonal though i i do cry randomly now um especially Fun. now because i am so tired all the time now it is it is like a workout I, I love walking like that's what I do that's what I was doing for my my cardio because I'm not really supposed to go hard now even just walking my dog I'm like okay I'm done like around the block and I, I used to go on like hour-long walks and now I'm like I can't even think about doing that right now so I'm I mean I'm, I'm like 50 pounds heavier already so like my body's like oh wait well that was quick um yeah and you're it's like 50 pounds of also energy like uh, absorbing. I almost said energy sucking, and I was like, that's not really a nice way to talk about well, Chris, baby. Kind of. Um, but she, like, is taking all your energy just so she can grow. And she's growing huge. Like, my belly is becoming so big and such a rock. And now I can see my – when she shifts and she moves, you can see my belly moving like an alien. <gasps> oh, cute. And my belly button is full out. It's out. It's, like, an, two inches long. It's disgusting. But it's <laughs> – Two inches? No, that's long. so long. That's long. too long. That's too long. It's, is it really two inches? Well, I, it's uh, no, but it's very close. I uh, I um have a very. I've always been proud of my deep, deep belly button. I have a very deep one. So my belly button. Yeah, ring, I remember you made a speech to it in college. I did. I was like, my deep belly button. Thank you for holding my belly button ring in perfectly. And um, then she'd be like, put your finger in it. You can feel my spine. You could. Um. And I was like, Brian's like, it's going to pop. I'm like, no, my belly button will not pop. I'm just, it's too deep. It's too deep. And then it just went inside out completely. So it was great. It's great. Well, at least you know exactly how deep it was. Yeah. <laughs> but you can see that it's just weird to look at the, it, the skin has never been seen by anybody or the sun ever. And now it's like, it's just weird to look has at it. Has it gotten sunburned? No, I don't wear my, I don't wear my belly out. Side. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I have a full, I, I do have a, a maternity swimsuit, but it's a full one. Yeah, I'm, I did. Okay. So I am going to the beach. I did buy a tankini, but I also bought one pieces. I, it's fine to have a one piece. It's more comfortable. Listen, one pieces are in and there are some pretty cute ones. I wore one pieces for the last two years, three years, because mm-hmm. they've got some really cute ones and I'm really, um, about it. I think they're cute. Yeah. I also bought a rash guard. Not Ooh. to surf or anything, but it's it's like a very thin. It's basically a bathing suit, but long sleeved. So like, if I'm like, oh, I'm getting sunburned, I can just put that on. Oh, cute! And be like, now I can still be out here in the sun having a blast. That's fantastic. I really don't want to get sunburned. I'm really too old to let my vacation be ruined by like my <laughs> own inability to just put on sunscreen. Yeah. Um. Like, I, I look fine with a tan, but. You and I both know me tan. It's like forty shades lighter than the average person still. So it's like there's no there's did you, no you reason to, to. Did you tan with me when we used to have the tanning free tanning bed at, in Cripple Creek? We had we had or access standing. to a free standing tanning booth, and I did do it. Which like mostly I got bo occasionally sunburned. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I 
ever got any darker. I'm sure. Oh, I, I did. Got some, I'm sure I built up some cancer cells, mm-hmm. but I definitely never saw a positive result from it. Um, you got really tan. You get really, like, you tan, though. I, yeah. like, I don't. Like, my my people are meant to be inside, away from sun. <laughs> like, I've said many times, if I had been born in biblical times, they would have left me on a mountain to die because I was, like, a sickly baby. Like, I'm just, like, not meant for outside. Mm-hmm. So it's fun to go to the beach. I love swimming. I love all that stuff. But I also know, like, babe, you got to put on sunscreen. You do. And especially, and when I'm pregnant, though, you're pregnant, you get – your skin changes color. Like, you, mm-hmm. you, your hormones, like, get the melasma. Melasma? Is that what it is? Melasma and also just, like, in general. Like, I go outside and now I can get – I get super tan really quick. And um, it's because of the fucking hormones. But I have, I, like I said last podcast, I don't know how what order we're doing. I got the reef, the reef safe sunscreen for like if you go to Hawaii or anywhere in but but America beach, American beaches that are not Hawaii. Um, I mean Hawaii is. American I know, beach. I know, it's not Hawaii. Any of the the coast, the coast, the coast ones, um, uh, of the continent, the North American continent. Um, I'm going to keep going. Um, you mean Mexico? <laughs> Are you thinking of Mexico? No, I'm saying we're the only country that allows bullshit in our SPF and like other places. Yeah. Like, can you make it safe for our fishies? Um, and and our, our government is like, no. No, we want to give them skin cancer. So they'll have to yeah. pay to get more shit. Fish can't get insurance. Yeah. So um, I got that and I like it. So if you want a recommendation, that's a great one to get. I got to look at the title of it. But it's great. Do you know the name? Um, I don't. Okay. That's no pressure. No pressure on that one. I know we talked about it last episode. So like this is a mystery that will continue for a You will fucking beg us for the name of this reef safe sunscreen. (laughs) Do not tell them now. You cannot tell them. I won't tell them ever. So recently I did a podcast, We Stand Together, very fun with Lauren Brickman and Caitlin Bitsagai. We got to have them on. Yeah. Um, But we talked about hair and pop culture and it got my little brain thinking. When you know that's dangerous because I'm just here singing to my cats while I dry my hair. (laughs) So all of a sudden the like little like gears start turning and dust is like flying out of them. (laughs) And I was like, I thought I didn't talk about this in their podcast, but I did think afterwards about the most important hair thing in any film any tv show anything to me and it's the red scrunchie and heathers oh right so are you familiar with heathers no okay (laughs) that's okay i was gonna tell the furries about it so i'll tell you also please so heathers is a great movie and i don't know if you watched it now if it would be fun or it would be terrible not terrible because it's a it is a good movie but when i tell you more you uh, you'll see what i mean so it stars winona Ryder and christian slater at the height of their teen hotness it also stars shannon doherty at the height of her teen hotness mm. pre 90210 such a bitch and then it starts two blonde women whose names i don't know they did not become famous like all the brunettes in the cast um and the premise of it is there is like there are these three popular girls they're named heather heather chandler heather duke and then the other heather whose name i forget and um heather chandler oh fuck if i 
if I say this wrong, I'll be so embarrassed. <laughs> I, I reread about it today. Um, but let me just get their names right because, like, there's a lot of cool symbolism with them. I've um, heard about it. I know, I know it's about – it's like a – it's like a high school movie kind of, right? It's a high school in movie. 80s, the 80s or 90s? It's 80. It's it's the most 80s high okay. school movie. Okay. Um, everybody's wearing blazers with shoulder pads and they've got puffy mm. hair and they're mm. all playing croquet and they're like oh, mean shit. preppies. So there's Heather Chandler. She's the head Heather. She wears red for power. Then there's Heather Duke. She wears green because she's covetously jealous. Mm-hmm. That's Shannon Doherty. Uh, and then there's Heather McNamara. She wears yellow because she's the weakest of the three Heathers. She's also the only one who's kind of nice sometimes. Um, and these archetypes that you're hearing about, and I didn't do any research before the Heathers, so maybe they came from something, but I know a fuckload of, load of stuff came from them. Think about the Mean Girls. Mm-hmm. Like, think about the plastics and the Mean Girls. The exact same archetypes. Think about the look of um, Gossip Girl. Same, yeah. It's the same exact look. Heathers is, like, woven into pop culture in ways that, like, you don't think about that much. So Veronica Sawyer is Winona Ryder, and she's kind of dorky. And then she says, like, they all, like, get caught. The three Heathers get caught doing something. And Veronica's like, no, no, we have a note. And then they find out that Veronica can forge people's signatures. And so they agree to, like, let her be popular. Um, and I might be mixing the movie and the musical because the musical slaps. The musical is very good. Really? Um, yeah, it's really good. It's really fun. But you should see the movie first. Okay. And so then they're all popular. And then, like, things kind of take, like, a funky turn. There's this guy, J.D. Christian Slater. He starts at the school. He's very bad and also strange. Like, they don't like him. But he's very hot. And Winona Ryder is drawn to him. And then they start staging suicides of their classmates and they kill them. I guess trigger warning for suicides. I'll put that on the um, episode title, like in the episode description. Trigger warning for suicides, but we're talking Heathers. Um, So that's like a very big part of it because nobody actually does it. It's they're being murdered, but they are being set up as like suicides. But it's, it's like a campy movie because every time a kid um is murdered and it's framed that way everybody is like like ugh, like everybody like makes it about themselves and is like this is why we need to be nicer to each other look at all this stuff but nothing really changes, nothing changes. it's just very like toxic positivity oh that's a prayer um, that's a prayer right just prayers <laughs> it's it's very much like that it's mm-hmm. very much like that yeah but and so like but it's all the popular kids at school and so everybody's like, look at them. They're popular, but they had depth. But, like, in reality, they didn't have any depth. <laughs> they were just murdered by these, like, two outcasts. Um, and then Winona Ryder's like, this is fucked up. I don't want to do this anymore. And Christian Slater is like, you do want to do this. You love me. And she's like, I hate you. And they're, like, so hot together. And then he tries to blow up the school, and she stops him, and she kills him. But, like, in the movie the movie is so good and i have no idea through a 2021 lens if it's too fucked up but like if you watch it if you watch it as a teen you could still enjoy it now they tried to make it a show not that long ago on like oh i feel like i I did hear about that and it it got canceled after one season because it's like there's so much in the 80s this was made when like there wasn't that much violence in schools and today there's there are no school shootings (laughs) I don't I don't know if there were none, but they were certainly infrequent. And now 
they're so frequent. It's like not campy to see all yeah. this violence. It's not fun to see it. It's because like mm-hmm. it's real life now. But it's different because like in one of them, one girl is like, I'm sick. And Veronica shows up and is like, we made you a special tea. And it's bleach. Oh, God. It's just, and uh. she just like falls through a glass table. Um, But in it, so Heather Chandler is the head Heather. She's mm-hmm. got this giant, gorgeous red scrunchie. Oh, it's, it's like so, it's like a baseball mitt. It's so fucking big. And then when she dies, Veronica takes it from her and gives it to Heather Duke. And she's like, Heather wanted you to have this. And then Veron- and then Heather Duke is like, now I'm the bitchy popular. Like, now I was a little nicer. Now I'm like full power bitch. And so then like she has the red scrunchie. And then at the end, I guess spoilers, this whole thing is a spoiler for Heather's. Yes. Heather's has been out as long as we've been alive. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) and then at the end veronica comes up she's like blown up her boyfriend she's all covered in um like looney tune style um soot (laughs) yep and she takes the red scrunchie from um from heather because she is like like fuck you we all have had the power all along like, then she doesn't take it to be popular. She takes it because she finally has taken the power back for herself before she was, like, afraid of the Heathers. And then yeah. she was, like, afraid of JD. And now she's not afraid of anybody. And so she's earned that red scrunchie. Ooh. And, like, I it made me – you know, I just bought a bunch of scrunchies. But I was like, god damn. I just hope you don't kill a bunch of people. But it's cool that you have the scrunchies. Well, I would like <laughs> to kill zero people in my life. I'd love to go through my life, zero people killed, one scrunchie purchased. And – it's too bad because I've already purchased way more than one scrunchie, but oh, yeah. I'm still at zero for the people. That's good. So that's good. I think I'm in good shape. Um, but it, it, it's, it's like a, it, if you think about like the Tierra and Mean Girls where she's yeah. like, you take this and you take this. Imagine if that was like a blood red scrunchie that you like put I mean, that's on cool. your charred hair. Yeah. Like it's, it's very like – so that I, – I like – Wish that I'd talked about that on their show, which is about pop culture, but it made me think, like, how important hair is and, like, how important, like, a little hair symbolism is in, like, TV and movies and reality TV even. Oh, yeah. Um, Like, it's, 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 it marks, you can tell what era you're watching based on hair. That is how, like, perfectly, that's how specific it is that's how it ch- it's ever changing that's how it, it, it evolves like mm-hmm. i was watching i don't know what i saw recently but um i saw a clip from i was like oh this is from the 2000s oh uh, we were watching the challenge um the I inferno the challenge. but the infer but inferno from like the 2004 or three oh, what was the cast uh ct um oh. Michelle, like weird people, people that I was like, oh my God, I have not watched road. It was like a road rules real world one. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh my God, this is from like my childhood, my MTV childhood. But looking at their styles and looking at their hair, I just like the, the chunky bleach blonde, the like make the, the skinny eyebrows, the like, the like weird um, Abercrombie shirt with the, with the gaucho pants. <laughs> like, it's just like, oh, oh God, my God, this takes me back. So, f- but like, you know, right away where that was. Or like I was rewatching the Gauntlet kind of recently. Did this? Did you guys start watching it because you're watching Challenge All Stars and then a uh, challenge starts playing after it on Paramount Plus? No, uh, we're we're doing some research on a on game shows for a script, so we're watching that shit. Oh, <laughs> we're, that's we're watching, fun. We're watching a bunch of like reality shows. 
that's even better because then you can be like, this is actually for work. I have to watch it. This is for educational purposes only. <laughs> but do you watch the challenge now? I don't. We don't. I, I don't think okay. I have Paramount Plus right now. Um, because we had CBS All Access. I know they then they rebranded and became Paramount. So we might. I don't know. I haven't gotten to it. Well, the regular challenge is on regular cable. I don't think you can watch it on Paramount Plus. Okay. Um, but I, I was like, I was talking to somebody about this. Like the challenge has been on for so long years, like so long. Not, Maybe 30. not thirty. No, it's been on since like, but I think tw- over like over twenty. It's it's been on for I think we're on the thirty seventh season, which doesn't mean it's been on for thirty years. You know, because um, they do but, it like twice a year. Yeah. But, like, people who love the challenge, love the challenge, know everything about it. These people are celebrities to us, me. Um, like, it's, like, like rabid. And then people who don't know the challenge don't know anything, anything about, about it. it. Like, it's, like, oh, is that a show? Like, it's not, like, like I don't watch basketball, but I'm very aware of basketball, you know? Mm-hmm. But, it, but, like, people are not aware of the challenge. Well, when I moved to L.A., I remember – I had just watched Real World Vegas, new, mm-hmm. like Vegas, and, and the dude that was with the girl, Michelle, I saw him at a bar. Steven. So I'm <gasps> at a bar, and I knew who he was, but I wasn't going to be like, oh. So I just was talking to him. Like, normally, I never get starstruck with people, and I never bring it up unless they bring it up. Like, I'm like, oh. So he started talking with me. Uh, I remember from your Nick Lachey story. Oh, yeah. Nick Lachey is such a nice guy. Oh. Um. Anyway, um. he... He literally, all of a sudden, he started getting suspicious of me. I was like, so you, you don't know who I am? I'm like, what? He goes, do you know who I am? I was like, no, I don't. He goes, swear on your grandmother's grave that you don't know who I am. What? And my grandmother had died, and <gasps> I did and I did swear because I was an idiot. So I'm like, in my mind, I'm like worried that like I'm cursed forever because I swore on my grandmother's grave that I didn't yeah, know. She's, it's not like you swore on her <laughs> life and she was still alive. No, she was laughing on at a, me the whole on time. On grave? Uh, the grave is already there. Yeah, like she's. Also, I'm sorry for the loss of your grandmother. Yeah, well, thank you. But I, it's like I was just like I can't believe you're doing. Why are you going so fucking weird at me? Out of like no, like I didn't say anything that was like anything about the show, like at all. And um, I, it just it, it blew my mind that he all of a sudden went like really psycho and like swear to God, will you know me? Like it was just like so weird. And I was like, and why? Okay, like, I, like, why does it matter? In real world, he's not like a like. He wasn't Christian Slater and fucking Heather's. No, mind you. Then, like 10, 20 years, ten years later, maybe thirteen, I serve him at a restaurant again. I serve him, like ten years Steven later, even from the real world. And I was like, I think that's a dick. That fucking. I served a lot of people from um, also Road Rules. They all they all worked at the Sony lot where I used to do serve uh, waitress and. Uh, I was like, oh, I know you from Road Rules. I know you from this. I knew all, there was a lot of celebrities that came into that restaurant, but um, and not but celebrities. No one as famous as the MTV. <laughs> I know. And I was like, oh, there fuck. There are a lot of celebrities and also people who were on Road yes. Rules. Yes, on Road Rules. Oh, what was her name? Anyway, so I was like, ugh. I, I still to this day, I'm like, I'm sorry, Grandma. I I didn't mean to swear on my grave. I was trying to save face and didn't do any me any good. <laughs> didn't if date him or anything. Da- if I died. And my granddaughter swore on my grave to spite a, like, D-list celebrity. I would be so happy. I know. He's I would a- be so proud. And at this point in my life, like, that was me being a feminist at that point in my life. Like, I'm not going to fucking bend down to you. 
You were a feminist. You were, you sworn your grandmother's grave to be a feminist. It's like, don't tell me that I don't know what I am because I do know you, but like I'm not going to let you know that I know you. So what happened after he was like, swear, and you were like, okay, bye. <laughs> then I was like, okay, yeah, I did. And then I was like, okay, cool. And we talked for a little bit longer, and then I was like, cool. And then I don't, I don't know how it ended. It clearly didn't. It didn't end bad, but it didn't end good. I don't know where it ended, but uh, it, I mean, it ended. I think it ended well. Like you don't want to go home with somebody who's then like, you don't know who I am, but now I'm gonna reenact this scene from my <laughs> show. Yeah, it was. Wait, so you waited on him ten years later? Did he recognize you? No. Oh no. I mean, absolutely not. He, literally, we had, and he only the only reason I knew him was because he was a, a name. Here's nothing right. about me that was anywhere near memorable <laughs> at that point. Um, so, uh, I just remember looking at his name. I was like, what's his name? I could not think of his name for the life of me, but I recognized him and I was like, oh yeah. yeah. Cause you got your credit card. I know who you are. Oh um, yeah. Was he handsome when like now is he handsome? He was, he, he definitely salt and peppered. I think I don't, I, oh, uh, he was fine, but like I, he wasn't rude or anything to me then. But like, I, I looked at him and be like, I know. I was like, I'm sorry, Grandma. Every time I pass this table, I'm like, Grandma, I'm sorry. Did and she's too? like, I brought him back here to, <laughs> to spite you, and now we're good. Okay. Thank God. Once, once I waited on these four guys who were like, I don't – how to describe them. They all probably work in finance mm-hmm. um, or their dads work in finance, more likely. Okay. And they are able to just kind of be – dudes you know like they're able to just kind of flit around the city so i waited on them in my midtown restaurant which is like not a place people go before they go out so it was weird that they were there but one of them was like really hitting on me and i was like i would definitely have sex with this guy like (laughs) no question in my mind i would fuck him in one second he is was he husband material no but was i looking for a husband no (laughs) not at all not at that point frankly i'm gonna finish the story but if he's listening i Get call, you call me, um, <laughs> so they are ready to pay, and I take their cards, and I'm running their cards, and he comes up to me, he gives me a yen, like a Chinese yen, with his name and number written on it, oh. and was like text me, and I was like okay, um, so like then that night I took a cab home from work, which I don't know why I did that, I never take cabs home from work, so the subway must not have been running or something, um. And I called or maybe texted. I don't remember what I did, but I sent a message um, and he did not respond, never responded, never anything, which is like, whatever, who cares? So then maybe six months go by, I see his name in the reservation list. And I don't say anything because I'm like, who cares? You know, like, who cares? And then um, they... They, I see him in his date, his lady date gets sat in my section and he has his back to, like, he's sat with his back to the restaurant so he can't see me approaching the yeah, table. Yeah. <laughs> and I come up to the table and I was like, hi, how are you guys doing? And the look on his face, he turned, like, white. Like, which, I, I don't know why he did any of what he did, like, if it was a dare to give the waitress his number or, what, like, what it was, but he was clearly very embarrassed and I kept it profesh the whole time um, because, like, one, you work for tips when you're a server. Oh, and yeah. He, it's not like he fucked me in our dessert pantry or something. You know, like, it, he just, like, gave me his number and then didn't respond when I reached out to him. Um, and at the end, he tipped me very, very well. Good. And I was like, this is a story with a happy ending. That's great. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I can't believe that he did that. 
at least he was nice yeah. to be like, I'm an asshole. I didn't call you. I probably she probably like, was having getting a blowjob or something at the time you messaged because he was going out, you know. Yeah, I probably was getting a blowjob. <laughs> so he's like, I can't call her back now. I mean, at the time, I felt like he was making fun of me, but now in hindsight, I'm like, who knows? Like, don't you don't need to worry about why he gave you his number and why he didn't call you yeah. and why then he would bring a date into this. This restaurant was for pre theater. If you were not in the neighborhood to see theater, I don't know why you would have gone to this restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> so, what? Like, whatever. Um, but. It just all that all worked out. Also, I used to live at the same subway stop as Paula and Ryan from the challenge and road rules. Not Paula. Yeah, Paula. Ooh, so did you see them all the time? I did. I saw them really a lot. And like, obviously, they did not. They, I don't know that they internalized that they saw me. Yeah. But I always was like, oh, my God, it's Paula and Ryan. Hi. Are they together? He's gay. So I, oh, I, I, I have to. I, like, assumed that they were roommates, even though I never saw them together, but I would see them at the same subway stop. Probably roommates then. And it's, like, it was, like, uptown. Like, you wouldn't just be at the subway, like, mm-hmm. you wouldn't be at the subway stop at, like, 8 a.m. all the time if you didn't live up there. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh, wow. We're looking at us at our, 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 MTV, our MTV trivia. I, I also used to see Kenny, who is a true sexual assault piece of shit, um, around Grand Central all the time. Kenny of Kenny and Evan. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. They yes. got banned from the show for assaulting Tanya. That's right. Um, God, this whole this whole episode is a trigger warning. At the end, I'm going to just say trigger warning and then put it at the top. Trigger warning. Um, we talk about Trigger warning. <laughs> we talk about a lot of stuff. Um, but in a fun way because it's Heather's. Um, <laughs> so I used to see him all the time because I guess he's a CrossFit trainer near my office i'm sure crossfit mm-hmm. i'd cross it but like i'm not a crossfitter do you know that crossfit and q have a huge just to tie this whole up together, i mean CrossFit yeah and q have a huge like tie-in what the what, fuck is which that which makes no sense like i i don't under well because marjorie taylor fucking green whore lady face bitch sorry trigger warning it's a long, um <laughs> she only she yeah trigger warning for marjorie taylor green um she's a horrible person that like does her like she she's like i'm ready to kick ass and and debate aoc and she's like doing these stupid push-ups and and like <laughs> her dumb like i mean to me crossfit oh. is so so stupid and it seems really unfun and i read an article once where somebody was like my arm swelled up so much um it almost popped my kidney almost failed and i'm just like why they had they did this stupid thing well because the thing is for me when I did it, I, I was, like, in a morning class with a lot of women, and it was, like, a really, like, not a competitive. It was just to get a workout. Never go to the PM classes because the PM classes were, like, oh, and I'm, like, I'm not. But that's at your gym. I think that it's like that. Like, I don't. I yeah, no, I like... agree. It's it's, 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 a, it's a weird mentality that I don't understand um, because I never was competitive. I, like, I just loved getting the workout. Yeah. Um, which seems like, nor- like. It feels like normal to want to get a hard workout and want to like push yourself in that way. I do have a theory that people who like I think it's the same with any anything that's like culty. Small penis. <laughs> oh, so Kara was doing Kara looked like she I looked like you were holding a little cube and I was like, "What is this little cube?" Small but penis. you were doing small penis. Mm-hmm. Um 
I, but I think like like with improv, for example, like there are people who are drawn to improv because they are funny and they want to work in the industry and they like care about all this shit. And there are people who are drawn to improv because they want friends and they they like once they start doing it, they like that there's a shared philosophy, that there's a shared language. And that stuff can help you when you're like getting jobs and you're in writer's rooms and stuff where you can be like the game of this is blah, blah, blah. Um, and everybody knows what that is. <laughs> yeah. But there are also, like, a lot of lost souls in there, you know, who not not in the writer's rooms. I wouldn't know about that. Um, I wouldn't know about that. <laughs> and I'd love, not I'd yet. love to be speaking from a place of experience you on the last one. Um, but, like, it, I feel like it's the same with CrossFit. But with CrossFit, there's no goal beyond just, like, being shredded. The, like – but you go and it's like everybody has the same shared language. Everybody like if you're feeling a little lost and you need friends and you need like a philosophy or you need something to believe in, I could see how like CrossFit and Q kind of intersect in that way. I just think it's a bunch of dick, dick, people who have uh, power issues and like don't have power in their real life. So they control themselves by getting swole and then like knowing something, thinking they know something more than somebody else like you know right and being like because that is that's the whole thing of it right is being like you guys don't understand this huge event is happening he's leaving q is leaving so many little 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 you know notes and little love letters (laughs) to us about trump see how trump said that see how like it's like you guys are so dumb like such such like the conspiracy theories i didn't i just didn't realize how much these people were just so sucked into these conspiracy theories they're just unbelievably like soaked up into it they're like sponges it's weird and they and there's nothing nothing you can say science doesn't matter facts those are fake all facts are fake fake facts anything that makes me uncomfortable anything that i like don't like and me and my friends don't agree with yeah and that makes us not the victim oh fuck god please stop me if i talked about this on on another pod but I'm reading this book called um, The Children of Blood and Bone. Ooh. And it's written by a woman, Homi Adeyemi. And in it, um, something that they believe, like the, the like the magi who are kids who, who are people who can do magic, but only kids have survived because like the people who can't do magic massacred all the people who can do magic. And something they believe is that people who experience trauma in life can't move on to the afterlife until somebody has like helped them escape their trauma and it made me think like it like it was like a vertigo thing because like in christianity we're always told the more you suffer the better your reward in the afterlife so people love to martyr themselves and it turns into this big like fake thing where you're like well i was so put upon on earth and now i'm gonna be in heaven and i think like that's also really tied into like the q narrative and also people being like i don't want to feel bad because like I'm bad stuff is also happening to me like we all are like larger we are like fighting to be martyrs over this thing and what if we believed that like being a martyr getting having a bunch of trauma put on you made it actually harder to move on yeah would we be like would we work to be more compassionate would we work through would we try to work through our trauma in life um instead of believing that like the more sad we are now, the better things will be later. Yeah. I never understood that. Like, why would God put us on the on the planet? 
there. I mean, I'm, of course, I went to church when I was younger and like, yeah, well, you can't sin. But like he's forgiven you for all your sins. It never made sense. You forgive you all your sins. But you and you're can. and you're a natural sinner. You'll always be sinning. You suck. You're horrible. Jesus died for you. Shut the fuck up. Believe him, no matter what. Um, but don't have fun. Like don't like having sex is bad. Ha- you know, uh, women in the church is bad. Like just weird shit. That like, why would God put us in a world where He would limit us? Also, why would He? What well, if He is so all knowing? Why did He put Adam and Eve in a garden? knowing that Eve was going to eat the apple and then blame her for the downfall of humanity. Like, I mean, that does sound like a typical fucking man to me. Of course it Uh, is. It is. It's a way to keep us. It's not real. And that's not how God is. And these, I see these evangelicals talk about how Trump is the legit president right now still says this and that God will will come back for that and God is going to punish those who voted for Biden. And it's like, that's not the God. He wasn't even the legit president when he was in office. I know, <gasps> but like that's what I'm saying. It's like these these Christians, all in uh, quotation marks, aren't Christian like at all, at yeah. all. Like not even There's no mercy, not even a little bit. Them. No grace. There's this there's this parable in the Old Testament that my mom read to my brother and I like maybe two Christmases ago, where she was like, "Oh, there are twelve tribes, and eleven tribes get like land, and they get all this good stuff, and then one tribe is told they'll be rewarded in heaven." And my brother and I were both like, "Sounds like something you would tell some dum dums, so that you didn't have to give them anything." Yes. Oh no, you can't have any of this land, but guess what? In heaven, oh, it's gonna be sick for you in heaven. It's gonna I be wish so I was great. Like, I wish I couldn't have any of this land so that I could have a sick time in heaven, but instead I just have to live in this beautiful land. That's what they, I mean. That's what they say. Like these these priests. Did you know that in 1946 the word homo, homosexual was not actually in the Bible? It was pedophile. And the priests were like, "Oh, let's not." Hey, the, yeah, those guys seem kind of good. It was translated to homosexual, but because it was in Latin, or I think yeah, Latin. It was, it meant basically bo- man lay with boy, like young kid, pedophilia. Yeah. And, uh, of course the, you know, the priests, they were doing that all the time. So it was, they weren't gay if they were, you know, doing stuff with little boys. They just. <laughs> they were active predators. But if two consenting adults do it, then it's bad. Yeah. Dang. Trigger warning for goddamn everything on Sorry. the podcast. <laughs> this is our, this is our spiciest this podcast is, this yet. Is a trip. We're fired up. Man, coming out of pandemic, we're just like, we're sliding out. We're coming out of a pandemic. I'm coming out of PMS. A baby's coming out of care. (laughs) We're coming out of everything. But anytime that somebody tells you you have to suffer or anytime that something sounds too good to be true or that they have the red scrunchie so they're in power, furries, you you listen to a voice inside yourself first. Yeah. Check with your check with your voice inside and if your voice feels scared, listen to our podcast. Yes. Listen to it. <laughs> thank you for listening, guys. Yeah. Thanks. TW Bye, guys. for the whole thing. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Growing Out the Pod. If you want to tell us your hair stories, email us at growingoutthepod at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram at growing out the pod. Have a great day, and remember, exfoliation is the enemy of ingrowns. Growing out the pod.